This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, yeah, so the Denver Broncos are three and eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, are. they are. That that is that is fact. That is fact. Yeah. Since since we last spoke to you guys on this news show, the Broncos have played two games and they've lost two games. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, they have. They have. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep. yep. And... I have watched both games, by the way. What? In in full. No. In full. No. Why? Uh <laughs> Are you okay? Um I'm t- definitely not a hater. I I just want to make that part yeah, clear. Yeah, that is here, quite folks. toxic. Yeah, I wouldn't be toxic. I'm not a hater. You know, I'm just I'm very curious to to see uh, one of the most interesting teams in the NFL this year, and that is the the Denver Broncos. I mean, they have a great defense. You know, that's what I'm mostly watching for, of course. Right? Mm-hmm. Best defense yeah. in the league, at least you know, top three unit in in the entire NFL. Well, they're a lot of fun. They to, did. They're a lot of fun to watch. Well, yeah, they did. Lately, though, not not as great. They they gave up some points to Sam Darnold and the Panthers. Uh, they they gave up some points to the Raiders, but hey, you know, Maddie. Uh, so did the Seahawks. In fact, the the Seahawks gave up like uh, nineteen more points than the um, <clears throat> than the uh, Broncos did uh, to the Raiders. But uh, we won't talk about that. But um, you know, that's uh, that's mostly why I'm watching, right? You know, just to respect some good defense. You know, and uh, that's about it. You know, unfortunately, on the other other side of the ball, that part is like completely unwatchable right now. Uh, but, you know, I'm watching, you know, doing my due diligence, not being toxic whatsoever. Just, you know, I wouldn't be a real football fan if I didn't watch the whole game, you know. Yeah. So true. so I'm I'm respecting it, even though it's it's really bad. I'm respecting it. And, mm. You know, uh, I'm totally not having a good time. Totally not laughing my ass off whatsoever. No. Totally not pointing and giggling. Uh, none of that. Just, you know, watching, no. observing, 
And uh, yeah. So they'd be nine and two if they'd scored at least eighteen points on offense. God, they're really bad. And the big thing about these last two weeks, I mean, we know that the offense is a complete mess. But a big thing about these last two weeks is the defense, I think, has finally had enough. Mm-hmm. That Raiders game, the defense was lights out again. And then they just melted down. Like, they got worked by the by the Raiders. Um, mm-hmm. Sertan got, got on a good concept. McDaniel yeah. saved, like, his best two plays to get them. But, like, they just completely bottled that. And then the Panthers game... The defense wasn't recognizable from the early, well, yeah. the first few weeks, first half of the season defense, really. They're, I think they've had enough. Yeah, particularly the run defense. Run defense was not good. Uh, they had a, quite a few busts there with uh, with Foreman. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's starting to fall apart. And you're seeing the defense is, is I mean, it's it's just out there now. It, uh, they've It's worn thin on them having to try and carry that team. Um, you know, Mike, Mike Purcell, I think made it pretty clear to, uh, to not just Russell Wilson, but the, uh, the entire audience <laughs> watching and those that have seen it on Twitter, that, uh, that locker room is fed up with what's going on with the, uh, Denver offense. And, uh, I mean, I can't blame them, right. Cause it was, it was truly awful on Sunday against the Panthers. And this is a Panthers team that is obviously playing a little bit better as of late. You know, they gave the Ravens offense quite a few problems the week before as well. Um, and Maddie, you and I were talking about it and we think that, you know, maybe the they'll, they'll give the Seahawks a little bit of an issue as well um, next week. But the, there's no excuse for what this offense was doing. The, uh, I think Russ, I, I forget how many completions that he had, but he only had like, 72 yards and through the first half they were not moving the ball downfield at all and he was really out of whack uh downfield uh, as well it was really unlike him his, uh, a his, lot of balls his, that were just way 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 off down the field his completion percentage on the season is 58.9 percent yeah um his quarterback rating in the red zone is 6.3 mm. Mm. yeah he he he, i don't i mean he needs a reset which i don't know if you get that i I don't know how you get that i'm glad that's not my thing um yeah seattle is of course currently projected to pick fourth overall the rams are also three and eight this just ahead of seattle uh their pick actually goes to the lions Yep. Their strategy of um trading their first round picks might it might be the year that doesn't work out. Yep. Um the Broncos 14.3 points per game is the worst in the NFL since 2000. <laughs> um Yeah, like it's historically bad now. Like that's the point that we're getting to. He's thrown like one touchdown in the last 4 weeks, something like that. Like yeah, Wilson's passing touchdowns per attempt is thirty third amongst thirty five qualified quarterbacks. Yeah, like he's at like eight touchdowns, five interceptions right now, I think. And you know we're in the final five weeks of the season now, so um, yeah, it's just like it's it's almost you know like taking my Seahawk fandom out of it for a second, like it's sad. It's like legitimately sad. Uh, 
and even you know just going back to you know being the, the russell wilson fan that i am at the end of the day you know and thankful for all the stuff that he did accomplish here in seattle like it's sad to see his career go this way it sucks it really does like i'm at the point now like like obviously i'm still enjoying it right because like he asked for this and i still feel spurned and i feel you know bitter and all that stuff i'll get more over it you know once there isn't you know there aren't draft picks involved but you know aside from that like it it legitimately like sucks to see how this thing is going now for him like he's like we saw the signs that this was like he was probably regressing that you know there's only one way that you can build an offense around him and that his physical abilities are declining. And so that takes away from some of the things that, you know, made him special early on in his career. But I didn't think it was going to be this bad. I didn't think it was going to be historically bad. Like, and I know like, you know, like, like, you know, we've talked about like you guys, you guys, especially you and Griff have talked about how, you know the the regressions and and just the reality of of russ and what he's able to do and what he's not able to do but i don't think you could have expected this either right no and obviously we're not behind the scenes but i like i don't know how their offense is constructed but like the two back stuff they ran in week one against seattle and obviously seattle's had the issues defending two back and they did against denver too in that opener but that looked good, like, mm-hmm. like, and then getting Russ out of the pocket on the boot stuff. But like, the yeah. schematic direction of defense is, has evolved to generally be stopping the boot and play actions, like, concepts out of those kind of looks. And it's evolved to stop the kind of sideline go balls and remove the obvious one-on-ones that used to be presented by single high coverage. And so I think, like, you know, you have to... You have to run the ball a bit more, but then why I mentioned like behind the scenes is like is Russ on board with that? You know who who how much of a say is he having in this current offense? Is mm-hmm. he just running what he wants to run? Is he willing to kind of accept that you know we we might need to probably change our approach here if they fire Hackett? And I guess that's the only move they can do in terms of changing things up because Russ is on what a two hundred forty million dollar contract. If they cut him after yeah. 2023, there's still a heck of a lot of dead money. There's not quite as much. Like I think it's $35 million and then $50 million, or maybe it's the other way around. Like, I, mean, I, can, I can do a quick uh, yeah. research. Uh, but it's just, it, it's just crazy. Uh, I mean, I, I again, like in 2020, that back half of 2020, you saw the signs. 2021, you saw the signs. Is this worse than you probably could have thought? I mean, this is probably like his like yeah it is pretty bad um mm. and i think it's not helped by like you know hackett has made some weird weird decisions they've lost games where i think if the coach is more experienced i mean hackett is a first time oc like he's a first it was his first time calling plays and his first time being a head coach like it's yeah. a double whammy obviously he's handed on the play calling stuff now but like it's still like it still looks very similar to the offense they were running in seattle with russ it's just they don't gun run as much as they probably should. Uh, when they have gun run, it's looked like this looked a bit better. But like ultimately, over the season, Russ has a current touchdown percentage of two point three percent, which since the nineteen seventy merger, there's only been eight quarterback seasons with a touchdown percentage lower than that, mm. and that would include uh, David Carr's rookie season, <laughs> Trent Dilfer's rookie season. Like it is, <laughs> is bad. Um, Oof. 
but it but it but it is sad and also you know i some of the you know there's receipts there's receipts out there but anyway yeah yeah um, yeah there are receipts uh, but you know I've of said, course we we wouldn't want to be toxic now no Maddie. and as i've said like i do i do think like this should be as bad as it gets but it i think it does require the recognition from everyone of okay we need to change how we're approaching this and yeah. i don't know if that happens obviously again the caveat is i don't know what is happening in denver in terms of the discussions on their team you know between coach and players but like there the structure of the offense has to be more of that kind of point guard more of a kind of run um balance and yeah 